All right, on this week's top five, we're listing our favorite books of all time. Welcome to Top Five with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top Five. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm Stephen King. Steve, you are not Stephen King. You do not have the imagination of Stephen King. You look, you could look a little like Stephen King, but I can see that. Imagination. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun one, and I know this may sound weird for a podcast, but I'm a big, big book nerd. I've been reading my whole life. Love books. Love big, gigantic book series. I love all that stuff. I know this may be a weird topic. I'm not even sure if you're a reader. Are you? I am a reader. Yes, <laughs> I am. I don't look like a nerd at all, but I am. Uh, <laughs> now do you still i find myself not reading as many books i still read comic books regularly but i don't read as many books now with phones and and audio books and stuff like that it, i don't read as much as i once used to how about you i'm still reading i read a lot slower i um right. i fall asleep a lot faster it takes me a lot longer to get through a book but I, i'm still in a book all the time yeah, agree. same with me. I mean, obviously, you know, I was going through these books that I read throughout the years and trying to figure out what my favorites were, what my, you know, series. And I, I'm looking at back at some of the books that I read. And again, I'm mostly a big series reader. Like I very rarely read like a one shot book. I'll read a five book series or a 12 book series. And I'm looking back at some of these books that I read. I'm like, how the hell did I have time to do all of this? And I remember it was mostly traveling from any band that I was in rehearsal on the train. Late at night, I would be, you know, I didn't want to listen to music anymore. I'd have my Walkman. I didn't want to listen to music. I'd be on the train and I'd have an hour and a half ride or something back into Manhattan or back into Brooklyn, wherever I was living at the time. And I'd be reading my books. Yeah, you figure um, with work and all, you wouldn't have, oh, never mind. No, what? What's that? Cross that out. <laughs> what else is going on, Ern? So uh, you asked me a question right before we hit record. Oh, yeah. It's just the two of us. I, where's the doctor? He's, he strikes me as a big reader. The doctor? <laughs> the only thing he's reading is the, the label of a liquor can or a beer bottle or something. Oh, boy. He's 100%. <laughs> no, but I, I, I actually texted the doctor today to see if he wanted to be a part of this. I have a feeling we might have changed the subject if he was in. But... I have confirmation. Now, you know, take that with a grain of salt, of course. That he's alive. That, well, he is he, one, he is alive. I don't have confirmation that he's sober, but I do have confirmation that he will be back next week. Great. What? I think the hobbit door just opened. Someone peeked out and slammed the door shut. <laughs> it's Tommy. 
No, but believe it or not, I've been getting a lot of requests for the doctor. I mean, you know, he, he does provide a, a form of entertainment that we, I don't know if we can provide by ourselves. I, I'm 100% in agreement with that. <laughs> he brings something that we don't have. That's very true. A damaged liver. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I've actually gotten a lot of feedback from last week's Motley Crue episodes. Tons and tons of people giving me their top five crew songs. And again, this is the exact reason why I love doing the show. So many people have been telling me, listen to New Tattoo and listen to Saints of Los Angeles. Because if you remember, you know, our conversation on the show last week, we talked a lot about older crew and I was adamant about really not going past Dr. Feelgood almost at all. And I got to tell you, I started diving in. Saints of, Los Saints of Los Angeles is pretty good so far. And I just started on New Tattoo. Of course, the first time through any record, I don't love it. So I'm going to give it a little time. What about you? I've heard the, some of the singles from those albums, like Hell, um, what, um, Hell on High Heels. Right. New what tattoo. was that on New Tattoo? Yeah. I think it's the first song on that album. That sounds so much like Kiss. The music. Yep. yep. That was a good song. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to look at what was the ones on Saints that I liked. Saints of Los Angeles. Again, I got through much more. Um, What's It Gonna Take was great. The song Saints of Los Angeles I thought was great. Uh, this Ain't a Love Song is great. Uh, White Trash Circus, Going Out Sweet. There was a lot of good songs. I was surprised. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them, you know, keep giving them in ro a rotation and see if they really grow on me. Cool. All right, let's dive into these books, sir. Now, I think my books are gonna surprise you. I don't, from your background, I'm not sure if your books are gonna surprise me. Let's start. What do you got? Number five. Uh, number five, uh, The Stand by Stephen King. Big know, one. Uh, oh, in my 20s, I went through a Stephen King phase where I had to read everything he ever put out. Uh, a lot of good stuff, but this was my second favorite by him. I think about 10,000 pages. <laughs> it was. I have a book on my list that's almost as big. I'm not sure if it's as big as The Stand. But I was a big Stephen King buff too. But The Stand is one of the books that I actually never read. Oh, it's 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 one of my it, uh, most Stephen King fans put it as the number one. It's my number two. There's another Stephen King book coming up on my on my list, but it's great. What year was The Stand, Ern? You know, I don't know too much about years of books to be honest with you. <laughs> right, because you read them whenever it doesn't matter when they come out necessarily, right? I'm gonna guess like eighty or somewhere in the what, what's the basic plot line is it like end of the world something like something like that yeah uh a virus wipes out practically everybody oh jesus that's it that's a little close to home and the people left over um end up in two camps um good and evil basically and that's how the apocalypse begins sounds vaguely familiar have you put on the news lately ernie oh boy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Jesus, we got to call Stephen King. He starts. He, I think he's writing reality right now. <laughs> That's a good start. That's a good start. Uh, my number five book is actually the book that I get. We're gonna check on the pages. I think you win, but my book is really, really close, and it's the same genre. It's horror. It's by Clive Barker, and it's called A Magica. Something about the cover of a magic drew me in. I was a big Clark Barker fan already. I had I had read Night uh, Nightbreed and a couple others, but 
the magic of the cover and I I loved the thickness. I really loved holding physical books. I loved physical books. I never read Kindle garbage and all that stuff. So a Magicus cover was like an all white cover with these two weirdly colored white ba uh, colored babies on the cover. It's a fascinating book. So weird in these, you know, it's based in reality, but then it goes to like a different dimension and Clyde Barker is out of his mind. I think you tried to push this book on me once a while back. It's it's a, it's a monster. It's it's a, it's hard to pick up. It's heavy. I remember I was so into books at one point. Bringing up the doctor, we were at the doctor's house. I'm not. I think you were there. Steve Steve the Greek was there. We were at the doctor's, of course, drinking and having fun. And at the end of the night, if you remember, doctor's the basement in his parents' house had that extra bedroom there. And I was in that bedroom. And I remember I had a Magicka on the nightstand. And I remember trying, I, my plan was to read it at the end of the night, like when I went to bed. And I remember opening the book after drinking all night with the doctor. I was like, oh, I, don't, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get in through any pages here. <laughs> wow. So you never, you never read a Magicka, right? No, I've never gotten around to it. Again, highly recommended. It's a long one. I think it's, I wrote it down. It's 824 pages. Is the stand bigger? Yeah. But can you imagine writing a book of that size, period? Well, my book's pretty big. <laughs> Wait, my book better be on your list, you son of a bitch. All right, what do you got? Number four. Uh, number four, uh, you know, the music books. Um, the Dirt by Motley Crue. Yeah, great one. I mean, I like to read these rock books, and this one was the most bestest. Uh, I'll tell you, one thing that bothers me about the movie Goodfellas is that Henry Hill never kills anybody in the movie. I, you know, you know you, that can't be the way it happens. Right. He's telling the story. That's why. Then you find out it's based on a book written by Henry Hill. So he left out all the bad parts, basically, his bad parts. When you're reading the dirt, you sure don't feel that they're leaving anything out. Yeah, they definitely weren't afraid to go there, you know, talking about themselves. I loved, I, there's a good chance I still have your copy urn. Maybe. My copy's been missing for a while now, actually. Uh, I mean, never mind. Uh, but yeah, you had lent it to me. I, I got through that book so fast. Loved it. Loved the, the way that it was told from each person's perspective. And it would, anyone who never read the book, you know, it's a couple pages of Mick and then a couple pages of Vince kind of telling the same types of story and then Tommy's view on it, Nikki's view on it. It was masterfully done. The movie's pretty good, don't get me wrong, but it's nothing like the book. The book is insane and then some. You can't compare a movie to a book. Um, there is no movie that matches up to the book. Well, that's, I'll be talking about that in a little while. All right. I disagree, by the way. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Well, I never read The Wizard of Oz, so I'm not sure. And I never read The Godfather. I do hear The Godfather, the book is pretty good, but what about the movie? I think the movies still people think is better, right? You read The Godfather? I did read it. And, and? and I loved it, but I love the movie too. I, I don't know where to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one's a tough one. Yeah. All right, good pick, good pick. So my number four is exactly what we're talking about right now. So I read all the Harry Potter books way before the movies came out. And surprisingly, when the movie, and, and I love them, I really, really enjoyed them. Great, great books. 
when the movies came out, and you know, I think the movies came out like a year or so apart, the movies were surprisingly a little bit better for me than the books, except for one movie and one book. And that's my number four pick. My number four pick is, yep. Is it book number four? Yeah. Goblet of Fire. Why, do you agree? Uh, you just shot down one of my choices. Oh, very yeah. nice. Goblet of Fire was such a fantastic book. It was the first Harry Potter book that wasn't kid size. It was a thick, real novel. And I couldn't wait, wait to get into it. And the suspense, the drama, the darkness of the, it. This is when Harry Potter started to become dark. And for some reason, they just never captured any of it in the movie. From the games at the end, from the tournament, from, you know, all the stuff with Voldemort and, and the, the death of uh, Cedric, all that stuff. I feel like it was done well in the movie. And I think if you never read the book, the movie was definitely good. And it was, it was, it was a great, you know, number four movie of, this, of the series. But the book was phenomenal. And it's the only Harry Potter movie that I liked the book better. It is the worst of the Harry Potter movies. Agreed, but but it, it's my is it your favorite Harry Potter book? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, you'll you'll hear why later. But isn't that weird? How it's it's our favorite book, but yet it's the worst movie. And I wonder if it's because the book was just so in depth and, and in detail, they just couldn't go there in the movie. Whereas the other first two books and even some of the later ones were smaller, so they could really capture almost everything you were reading. It's it's possible, but. It's, it's, it's probably not even that deep. You get the, the wrong director. Yeah. The wrong, they, there's, a, there's so many different possibilities. Yep. I agree. I'm with you. All right, Aaron, what do you got? Number three. It's another Stephen King book. It's my uh, favorite book. It's it. Another big one. Uh, I'm, I still read King books, by the way. I'm reading one right now. But what if I. Ever, what are you reading? Uh, eleven twenty two sixty three. But if I ever was going to reread his books, I would start with it. That's the only book that had me hearing things in the night. Yeah, I'm, as an adult, hearing noises in my house and everything, um, it scared me that much. Yeah, I, I agree. I love the book. Love the book. I still haven't seen the newest, the new movie that came out. I saw the the was it a TV movie when it first came out? That was a. Uh, TV miniseries, so. Right, and then the end had like that weird monster and stuff. Yeah, the spider. Yeah, it was disappointing. But the book was phenomenal. Loved every minute of it. You're right, very creepy. I didn't, f I usually read stuff to feel good and kind of, you know, especially when I was reading the Harry Potter books, I used to dive in every day and look, oh, I can't wait to see what Harry's up to today and mischiefs that he gets into. It was the opposite. I like, I almost didn't look forward to reading it. I love it. Loved it. Yep. I, I, it is actually two books for me. There's the horror thing, and then there's the um, the Stand By Me Sandlot. Yeah, book. the kids, of course, right. It's it's two books in one, and they're both great. Oh, I mean, w without a doubt, the kid part of that book makes the book that much better because, yes, the horror stuff is is terrifying, but it's because you love these characters so much because of of, of the the aspect of friendship and stuff in the book. That's what makes it. Yeah, it's a similar to Stranger Things. Yep, agreed. Which is might be coming up on our, if we ever do a top TV shows of all time. 
another interesting thing with Stranger Things is that um, those what, the Buffer Brothers, I think they're called, the directors of that show. Uh, is that their names? I forget. They went to uh, some movie studios and they said they wanted to uh, make their version of it. And we said, well, we actually, we're almost finished producing it right now. And they said, well, all right, we're going to go make do our own thing then. And that's wow. Stranger Things was formed. Yeah, and I can totally see it. And again, that's what I, I mean, Stranger Things really is becoming one of my favorite shows of all time. It's not only the horror stuff that I love, but it's the characters and, and the, the friendship, much like Stand By Me and Goonies and, and all that stuff. That's what makes those movies. I Great don't think it would be a Stranger Things if it wasn't for it. I agree. All right. My number three. So now this is where my list gets a little a little iffy. And since you didn't give me any Ernie rules today, I'm doing it. What are you gonna say? The Bible? <laughs> <laughs> no, the my next few picks are book series. Just because again, I can't pick when I read book series, I love them so much because it feels like one big book. I can't the Harry Potter book was the one exception. These are different because I, I literally look at these as, a, as a, a whole, the work. So my first series is by the author Terry Goodkind. It's the Sword of Truth series. Again, I'm a big, big fantasy fan. Uh, it's, it's the Sword of Truth series. That, you know, the books were Wizard's First Rule, Stone of Tears, Blood of the Fold, Temple of the Wind, Soul of Fire. It's, it, it's like a 10-book series just absolutely phenomenal again these are the types of books that i love because i don't feel as unless it's the stand or a magic or you're almost at a thousand pages anyway i feel like you, you really can't love characters and love a storyline in one book i almost feel like it's too fast that's why t even tv today I love binge watching all these big long shows and stuff like that and Netflix and Hulu and Amazon because movies almost can't tell that story that a seven or eight episode or a 10, 12 episode series can tell. Same thing with a book series. This fantasy book series was absolutely phenomenal. It's not for kids. It's very adult oriented. They tried to make a TV series out of it, but they failed miserably. It was called Legend, Legend of the Seeker. But they dis they made it by the, the same uh, producers of Hercules and Xena. You remember those those TV shows? Yep. So it had very much the same feel, but the storyline was so much darker, and it should have been way more like Game of Thrones than Xena. So that's my number. That's my number three pick. Could, um, could you name those titles again? What, what <laughs> Do you really want to hear them all again? Yeah. Wizards' first rule. Uh, Soul of Fire. Stone of Tears, Blood of the Fold, Pillars of Creation, Dead of Bones, Naked Empire, Confessor. They're great. You know, that's exactly the third Manowar album. <laughs> those, those are the song titles? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Probably the best thing you've said on this podcast since we started, Earn. Almost 50 episodes in. <laughs> I'm a slow learner. You're getting it. You're starting to get it. But, you know, by two, 300 episodes, we're we'll rolling. Oh, I'll be dead. <laughs> all right. What do you got? Number two. Oh, boy. This is so uh, different than all the books we're mentioning. Um, All the President's Men. Wow. Woodward and Bernstein. I don't even know where to begin with this one. I'm, I must absorb every movie and book about Watergate. 
I don't know if you remember that about me. But oh, yes. I love Watergate. And this is where it began for me with this book. And I've read it a bunch of times in my life. I love it. I mean, I, I never read the book. You showed you introduced me to the movie. Incredible. Absolutely loved it. Lo I, I agree. I love that whole story. I love all that inside government, you know, cover up stuff. That's always great stuff. Oh, the Watergate story is so much fun. It's crazy. It really is. If you really, when you dive into it, it's like, really, how could this be going on? Love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Yep. So when did that book come out in relation to the, what's the movie? 77? Uh, 76. Okay. And what, what about the book? You any idea? I'm going to guess uh, 74. And what year was Watergate? 72? Yeah. All that happened in 72 and, right. and, and 73, I guess. Right, right. Crazy. Yeah, great book. Uh, I guess I know what your number one is. I'm so happy. <laughs> nice pick. So my number two, another series. I got to go with another series because I just I can't I can't pick one of these books in this series. It's only a three book series at least, and it's by Timothy Zahn. Now, the significance of this is obviously you know I'm a really really big Star Wars fan. I post all my toys and figures and. I'm a Star Wars nut. And, you know, for years, you know, I grew up a Star Wars nut, but then I was out of Star Wars for a while. You know, once the late 80s hit and I got really into music and stuff like that, Star Wars didn't mean that much to me. And it wasn't until this book series, the Thrawn trilogy, which was Heir to the Empire, uh, Last Command, and Jesus, what was the third one? Well, Last Command was the third one, and Dark Force Rising. This is the last one right here. It wasn't until this series came out that it completely lit the fire again for the Star Wars phenomenon for me. It's it takes place right after Return of the Jedi, and it's what it what if would have what it would have happened with these characters after after Jedi. So much better story than than the story in Force Awakening and all the the the, uh, the trilogy that came out recently. This story is. It's perfect. It's and I'm, maybe this is blasphemy. It's just as good as the first three movies. That's how good this story is. That's in, that's incredible. It's big words, it, big words. yeah. It, it's it's told so well. You feel like you're really watching the first three movies again with these characters. Just continued. I would definitely check that out. That's Highly awesome. recommended. Highly recommended. All right, Ern, you're number one. Little anticlimactic. Give, wait, no, hold on. Let me recap. Number five, The Stand. Number four, The Dirt by Motley Crue. Number three, It by Stephen King. Number two, All the President's Men. And your number one book of all time. Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire. Yes. And every book after that one. But uh, the first three are great. But they are kind of children's books, which you kind of said earlier. No one dies and stuff like that in the first three books. But this book had me screaming out loud while I was reading it, like yell yelling at it. I mean, once people that I've known for over three books, kids, are being killed left and right. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I was so sad when I finished these books. And I was kind of still living in that world in my head for a couple of days after the books were over. I was kind of, I wasn't around, I wasn't home. I was somewhere else in my head. I was at Hogwarts. 
again, that's why I love series so much because you really get immersed into the world. One book is great, don't get me wrong, but when you're reading a series like that, and I don't know when you read them, but I was reading them, I think I started reading them when Goblet of Fire came out. So Goblet of Fire came out and then I had to wait for the other books to come out. So it was tough waiting around for those books. And I forget what year Goblet came out, maybe early 90s, mid 90s, I guess. But I remember having to wait and it was torture. I had seen the first two movies before I read the books. And I remember not liking the movies when I first saw them. But after I read the books, the the movies were great. <laughs> oh, wow. So you saw the first two movies and then went back to the books. Yeah. Wow. I, I never felt a need to read these books. It did not sound like something I was I would be interested in. Right. Yeah, I, would say yeah I, I gave, I don't even know what made me give them a chance to. This is way before the movies came out. I gave them a chance and I liked the first two books and they were super easy reads, quick reads, uh, thin, spaced really well. She just, you know, the way she writes was really easy to, which is always important for me, which is a reason why the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit are not on my series of books that I love so much. I hate to say it, and it might be blasphemy, but they're not great reads. The way Tolkien writes is very slow. The, the narration, everything, it, it's he, his pacing is not great. Another complaint I have about Tolkien is his name choices. Oh, God. Well, now, I... Aragorn and Aragorn. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's change, let's change one letter. <laughs> right. I'm supposed to keep track of all these characters and they, and they have the same name practically. Right. Well, I will give him that a lot of the fantasy series that I, that I have, which one of them will be my number one, it's similar to that. Unfortunately, they come up with these crazy names that you have to pronounce and stuff. I remember reading Silence of the Lambs and I called her Clarice the whole time I was reading it. I have no idea it was Clarice. I called her Clarice the whole, I'm reading it, you know, in my brain, I'm, I'm reading it as Cla Clarice. And then when I finally saw the movie, you know, a couple of years later and I, she, he said Clarice, I was like, what the Clarice, who the hell's that? <laughs> All right, so my recap, here's my number one and my recap. Number five, Clive Barker's Magica. Number four, The Goblet of Fire, JK Rowling. Number three, Terry Goodkind's The Sword of Truth series, also a possible Man of War album. Number two, Timothy Zahn's The Thrawn Trilogy, incredible books. And my number one book series of all time, it's not even close. The author is David Eddings, and the series is The Belgariad. It's, it's a, the first series is a five-book series. This is the first book of the series right here. Pawn of Prophecy. I was actually reading it with my daughter uh, every night in bed when the pandemic hit. Incredible books. Same type of storyline as all fantasy books are. The kid of prophecy, you know, set to take on some kind of dark force by the end. But again, it's the characters and the interrelationships of these characters that make some of these books stand out. And David and the writer, of course, the writer is so important. David Eddings it just paints a picture of this world so perfectly. And it's, it's the perfect mixture of, it's almost in the vein of like a Narnia where 
it's not a kid's book, but it's not super adult oriented where, you know, kids can't enjoy it. And that's kind of where this book is. This book, I think these came out in early 80s, 82, 83, 84. I didn't read them till late 80s, early 90s, but just phenomenal, phenomenal books. You, um, you lent me that book once and oh. I, um, I told you I read it, but I really didn't. You son of a, why didn't you read it? It's the first book is tiny. Yeah, I, I lied. Did you try to read it and you hated it or you just didn't even try? I I didn't even try. I'm sending it over. I'm sending it was the it. only way to keep you from stop. <laughs> I couldn't I could never do that with you with movies because you would force me to, to watch them with you. I was sleeping some of the time and I never told you. I think Quavadas I fell asleep three times. And music, yes. <laughs> Quovatis, I fell asleep at least four times. Oh, that's that, that, that's so incredible. Oh, it's a great it's a great movie, but that's a long one. I remember we used to constantly rent it from Blockbuster. It was and it was the double it was the double double video, <laughs> and I could never make it all the way through. <laughs> we used to order the cheeseless pizza with oregano on it because Ernie's allergic to cheese, as you remember from stories from the past, and we'd eat that and we we'd watch it, and by the by the middle of the second uh vhs tape i'd be unconscious the romans are the original ma mafia <laughs> movies i you, you know i love the movie but it, but it was it was hard to get through the first few times i was it was long hell yeah <laughs> all right what do you got a couple of honorable mentions um i got one um i actually didn't think about it until while we're doing this but i do love the mortal instruments series i don't know that it's a uh, I guess it's kind of a, um, based on the Harry Potter idea. It's uh, somebody, I guess we'll call it a muggle, even though it's not. But these are um, people that can see demons in the real world, and they, they go around um, killing them. And it turns out a regular person happens to be one of the best out of them. And it was, a, it was really good. It was a, a good story because uh, just like Harry Potter, it was, it was a lot of human story as well right it was um they, they had a pretty good tv show from it called shadow hunters oh i don't know it it almost sounds like the plot of of frailty the movie that i had said a while back frailty is a uh, much evil yeah, <laughs> more well. evil this, so, this, this is um young adult oh okay okay so I got a couple of honorable mentions. So another another fantasy series, uh, which is actually coming out. They're actually making uh, a series of it for Amazon Prime. The series is called The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. And it's every single, think of a, a 10, 12, 13 book series, Earn every book almost the size of The Stand. <laughs> it was, I read it and I started reading it, I think when book four came out and I remember my brother always teasing me because my brother got me into it. You know, it would take me, God, it'd take me three months to read one of these books. It was, they were really great, but it would take me a long time to read it. And then when I finally caught up to when the author was releasing new books, the son of a bitch would take three, four years to release a book. And by that time, I, I forgot everything that went on in, in, in the series. And my brother would always make fun that, watch, you, he's going to die before he finishes the series and we're never going to know what happened. And sure enough, poor Robert Jordan passed away and he, he had other people actually had to finish the series for him. I actually never even got around to finishing it. I think I got through 
eight books of, you know, over a thousand pages each, eight books. And, but the series is coming out on Amazon, I think pretty soon, maybe holiday time. I'm dying to see it. I hope it's going to be good. I have no idea. Another one, again, this is sacrilegious. This is the opposite of, of an honorable mention. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? I've, I've watched the show. <clears throat> one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. I started reading that years and years and years ago. Again, mid-90s is my peak of when I was reading the most because I was traveling a lot on the train and stuff, like I said. And all these fantasy series is what I was really into. And my brother got me into George, George Martin's uh, Game of Thrones series. And got to tell you, hated it. Hated his writing, much like Tolkien, just boring. I remember there was like six chapters of this little boy underneath a table listening to a conversation with the wolf, with his wolf. I was like, this is okay. I'm done. I can't, I can't do it anymore. It was, it was too much for me, but I did enjoy the series. Love the series. Hated, hated the book, hated the books. But the first honorable mentioner, and I'm not sure if you read this one yet. It's called start with a dream. Have you heard of this author? It's also on my honorable mentions, actually. Ooh, well, why didn't you mention it, you son of a bitch? You, you, you cut me off. You I said you I, had one only. You said you only had one honorable mention. Oh, I, whoops. <laughs> uh, any book that has me in it is a winner in my book. I mean, your book. Nice. You got any pictures of you in here, Ern? Of course. I'm trying to find Page something. 89, page 94, and page 176. <laughs> Hold on, I have the, I have the hardcover in front of me. It might be a little different. Oh. <laughs> yeah, still on Amazon. It's available now. Uh, of course, another honorable mention. My first Joey Licious book, which while we were getting ready for this episode today, I was finishing the cover for book two. Book two will be out definitely by the holidays. I'm actually going to try to have it out. I'm going on the Chris Jericho cruise in a couple of weeks, I'm going to try to have it out before then. So it's the book is ready. I'm just formatting it, getting all the artwork ready. Uh, yes, you could guess I battle Chris Jericho in the book. Very exciting. All right, Ern. What else? Any final words? Nope. I hope Jericho wins. Yep. Well, let me give you a little hint. I wrote the book. Nah, he's got <laughs> no chance. <laughs> This was a good one. I know a lot of, you know, I don't know if there's a lot of readers out there, but I love to hear again, give us your top five books of all time. I went mostly fantasy based. Actually, were all my books, all my books were fantasy based. I could have gone, I read biographies all the time, wrestling biographies, music biographies, read them all the time. I went fantasy based because biographies is more like watching the news to me. I, I read them to obtain information. Fantasy is more... I get really into that book, like I'm, I'm transported to those worlds. That's what I really want from those types of books. That's what I meant by today. Cheaper than going on vacation. Exactly right. Send us your top five books to top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Hopefully you will see the doctor back next week. I have a feeling we will be dipping into a little bit of a, the, uh, the cognac next week. We'll see what happens. All right, Aaron, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.